Welcome everybody to Dolly Parton's favourite football podcast, the OnlyFans football podcast. On this week's show, the lads discuss the weekend that was in the Premier League as he documents his trip to Liverpool while Cran tells the story of an unfaithful busman. The lads pick their team of the seasons, player of the seasons, you know all that jazz. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Spotify, TikTok, Twitter and YouTube. We hope you enjoy the show. Take care. I spend these senses tell me this is gonna get fucking tasty, baby. I will love it if we beat them. Love it. There's a slice of cheese, Minigoji and Sopolis. I have a dream. Arnie Cut. Bartler. Eh. The fella in the green and white short. The guys up in the joy of us to be put back in their cells. <laughs> <laughs> if you stop waffling, we might get some work done. He has the goo blood. He has the goo blood. Get out! Get out, man! You ain't that. We're Let me add a little bit of spice to that. Is that your fucking spice? My grandmother had wheels, she would have been a bike. I think I'm a special one. I'm the normal one. I never knew stuck with that good. A wire all over there on your Jack Jones. You need to let me get behind your backbone. Cause I'm a man for the job, let me work it. I won't waste no time, I'll make it worth it. 100%, I'll make it worth it. You've got a body die for let me work it. Now it's murder on the dance floor. Welcome everybody to the OnlyFans football podcast as he renditioning Dizzy Rascal. Dance with me. Uh, It's something that I've said before I can I can rap the whole song can. Featuring Calvin Harris. Yeah, it's a good feature as well. If I'm out on my own and I can look at you looking at me. It's actually a really good song. Um, I've previously stated before, I don't know if I've stated on the podcast, but I'm I'm well I'm well equipped to rap the whole song, but clearly not. If I'm after rapping it completely wrong there towards the end. But yes, another episode, Cran, of the OnlyFans fo- football podcast, episode 30. How are you today? How are you feeling? How was your weekend, Cran? It was actually it was actually a good weekend. Yeah. We we did lots. Um, when I say we, I, I mean myself, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yourself and the person in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was working Friday. Thursday, Cran. Sorry to, to backtrack. We went to see the new Doctor Strange. And I feel like we've done mini film reviews on the podcast with Batman and Spider-Man. So we're not going to reveal too much about the film. I was hoping to just avoid this subject. But yeah, I mean, I don't think we should. Because I'm right. wearing a Doctor Strange t-shirt. Alright, whatever. And, and I mean, I, I didn't particularly in, over, overly enjoy it. I said to you, I give it about a 6 or a 7 out of 10. But you completely detest it. And without spoiling, please reveal why. Um, I just detest the the plot in general. I thought it was it was absolutely rubbish. Um... I thought the film could have been wrapped up in five seconds. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I'm not going to reveal much, but uh, I think Spider Man was a lot better. I wouldn't recommend going to see this. I think it's it's absolutely shambolic. It was a, ourselves, Dave, Senan, Mullingar's most wanted, Kane. <laughs> yeah, Mullingar's most wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not. <laughs> what? Lock your lock your doors. Keen replacing Rory because yeah. Rory was uh, in Albufeira. Hmm. What a wanker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have one, t- one bone to pick though. Uh, and it is 
it is something that's very topical as well okay uh, bus bus fares gone down to one euro today mm. for 18 to 25 you shouldn't really pull up an icebreaker about this just think about it yeah it is what, a bit what, of an icebreaker what else should be a euro in Ireland or what else should what else a 99 you, a ni- well I mean it, that is a euro isn't it, it? isn't well, it's, gone, it's up. gone up to 3 euro or something um, extortionate but what no, else um, is worth a euro in Ireland what else would you put as a bag of weed ah fuck off will you no, but I, I was going to talk about something that was completely so I just, I'm just i going to trail off there on that uh, one euro thing. Co- oh, this is your fucking wagon. So basically, the fares have gone down to one euro to 18, 25 year olds. And bus drivers, Adzi. Alright, this is something that I'm very annoyed at. Okay. And I think a lot of people have to deal with them on a daily basis, obviously, people that can't drive. But I was get, trying to catch a bus to the Tree Arena on Friday, okay? Put my hand out before the stop, about five seconds before, okay? The fella did not stop for me. Just went. He just went on. The mm. bus was empty, mm. and I'd literally go to him like this as he was uh, passing. As he was driving by. Yeah. Yeah. So immediately, what I do is, as he's passing, he gets stuck at the red light. I fucking sprint down to the next <laughs> bus stop. Okay, I was sprinting. Absolutely, I was like, uh, it was faster than you were saying, Bulldozy. I know the exact bus stop you're talking about. Now, yeah. 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 I sprinted to it, and your man. He, he had to stop there was loads of people there he had to stop I, I get on and I immediately give him the death stare the Roy Keane death stare this is harking back to our older episodes this is this, Roy, this kind of story it's, 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 it's the Roy Keane death stare you know mm. and he goes mate I'm not being I'm not being smart or anything but you could have put your hand out sooner and I <laughs> and I, I, I I immediately go to him I immediately go to him you could have fucking stopped me and then I just walked upstairs I was fuming. <laughs> Absolutely fuming. This is, this is fucking... I did not expect this story at all. And... You literally didn't... You didn't give me any heads up about this either. Um, yeah, are you okay? Oh, no, I'm grand. Because the next the next day, what happened was I went to get on the bus. Mm-hmm. I went to sprint for a bus because I missed the stop and I missed the driver. Mm-hmm. And he was... Same thing. He was stuck in traffic. Let me on before the stop. Oh, yeah. So... You know, yeah, these things I, come some of them are nice. yeah, swings yeah, and roundabouts, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. So it it was just that one fella that annoyed me. Mm. Um because obviously you're you're trying to get into work as well. They they just think you have nothing to be doing. And yeah, yeah it's it's, it's self importance. Yeah. Thing. But uh yeah, that's that was that Adzi. Sorry sorry to just sort of go on a complete tangent there. I but, did not expect that. Um yeah, how was your week? Yeah, good. Cran. Good. I missed the Shells match on Friday. Unfortunately, Shells won two one. First home win of the season as Tolka Park was saved. Shout out to the campaign, the Save Tolka Park campaign. It's now not going to be um, used for um, recreation. I think it's I don't I don't know the phrasing of it, but basically it's been saved. It was Dumpy is, Dumpy that pushed over the line. I mean, he's definitely played a part in it. Yeah. Um. So shout out to him and Dumpy. You know what um, I'm talking about? Yeah, well, I do. Um. Saturday, I was in Liverpool. Liverpool Cran. I was in yeah. Liverpool. Um. For the Liverpool Spurs game. Bit of a bit of a long long day. These day trips can tend to be quite long. I was, do, up, yeah. I was up at the, the ferry, was it? Ah, oh, yeah, crack it on at five. Um, and I'd been out the night before in Mima's. Who would have who would have thought? Not me. Um, and then I ended up in Dawson Street on Friday night. Thirty seven Dawson Street nightclub, little spot, like really really good spot. Um, it was like a bit bougie, but it was nice. Like it was like it was just nice. I can't describe it any other way and I had a great time it was a nice spot and a great time was had and anyways the Liverpool trip yeah, up to crack of dawn 
onto a coach, onto the bus, onto the bus, onto a coach, onto a boat. And the boat was grand, man. The boat was, was good, good. Like, it's, it wasn't bad. It was alright. We sat there, had breakfast, had a few points, got back on the bus, and I slept for about an hour and a half on the bus. So I was feeling alright. Went into Liverpool City Centre, L1, for anyone who hasn't been there. Liverpool in the sun is lit. Like, really, really nice. We went to a place called Gourmet Burger, Cran. And I commandeered a San Miguel glass. I'll show you now in a minute. Um, and I carried a San Miguel glass around When you me say commandeered, you mean a te- an act of theft on the San Miguel glass? Well, yeah, yeah. essentially. Um, so you're a thief, is what you're saying? I, I'm an archer thief. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so I commandeered a San Miguel glass. And we went to, like, a beer garden in L1. It was mad. It was like a big patch of land on top of a building with drink and music. It was great, like... Um, and then we went to the match. That was my weekend, Cran, in Liverpool. Your weekend sounded a lot longer than mine. <laughs> Which is funny, because you, you, you were literally giving out about a bus, <laughs> and I was out of the country. <laughs> but um, another quick shout, because we said on the podcast last week, and I don't know if, if we've influenced anyone going, but I think there was 600 people at the Shells p game on Saturday, which is good attendance for... All only fans listening. I doubt it. Um, as we said last week... The El Clasico of the WNL. It's a really good, good game. Shells ran out 1-0 winner. Winners in the end. I wasn't on commentary, Cran, because I was in Liverpool. And I missed out. I was actually quite upset that was I missed Sean's out. Was Sean there? She was. Sean's in Mexico as well. Oh, right. So she missed out as well. Um, I, we'll be back soon, I suppose. I don't know when we'll be back, but we'll be back commentating soon. Myself and uh, Sean. But um, really good win for Shells. Five points clear now at top of the WNL. And um, yeah, just what a team there. But we'll we'll run through the League of Ireland really quick. Um, the Premier Division results: Grand Derry won, Bows won, Bows with a, a good drop in Derry. Yeah, um, London Derry, as some refer to it. No, no one refers to it on this podcast because yeah. London Derry is not real. <laughs> it's the only count. It's the only place in Ireland with six Ireland letters before. I'm a cherry promise with goal for Bows. Um, Will Patchen won all with a penalty. Um, Derry do Derry continued to pick up points. They're only one point ahead of Rovers now. Which I think I'd be worried. I'd be worried. Yeah, I, I still think Rovers will probably. I think Rovers will like peg them back. To be honest, but yeah. good result for for Bowes up there. Draw the nil. Pats four away in drugs. A good result for Pats. Um, who were spanked four nil by Derry the week four in inch core. So, um, yeah, that was a bit of poetry. I didn't. I didn't mean a cram, but poet and I don't know. It, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, good result for Pats there four nil. Um, Drugs, they they travelled down to Tolka on Friday, but it was Dara Bournes with the goal, with the first goal, Owen Doyle with the second, Billy King with the third, and then Kyle Robinson with the fourth in towards the end of the game. I think it was about 86, 87 minute, but good win for Pats. They're on 23 points now, so you will expect them to continue on with their form. Shelbourne 2, Sligo 1, Grant. and I was in Mima's. Um, Jack Moylan with a great goal, his fourth goal for Shelbourne. Lovely ball out on egg. Uh, Gets the ball on the outside of the box and a lovely curled finish by him into the top corner. Um, Sean Boyd, who for me has probably been one of Shell's players this season so far, he made it 2-0 on the 43rd minute. Again, lovely finish from outside the box from him. Um, Paddy Kirk with a goal in the 64th minute for Sligo, but they couldn't mount anything else other than that. So Shell's with the 2-1 win there. And a shout out to the Sligo keeper, by the way, real quick, Ed McGinty. That game could have been about five or six one to Shells. Mm. But McGinty made unbelievable saves. There was one double save at one stage 
that boy to be filming he didn't score but it was a great save from McGinty UCD 2 Dundalk 2 a bit of a surprise there Paul Doyle with the goal for Dundalk and I think it was the, the red card of Andy Boyle that kind of changed the game a bit um, Patrick Huben made it 2-0 in the 54th minute but a column wheel and double put the pressure on um, Dundalk and got UCD the 2 all draw Rovers won 3-1 at home to Harpswood Pico Lopez and Dano Mandreu on the score sheet and Connor Torish. It's mm. a nice name, isn't it? Torish. Torish. It's, a, it's a Dutchman saying Torish. 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 You are Torish. A Torish. Um, but yeah, no analysis at all there. Just shout Connor Torish. Um, yeah, good win for Rovers there. Um, Harps with another loss after beating Shells last week. But the league at the minute has Derry top on 31, Rovers second on 30, Pat. In third with 23 points. Dundalk fourth with 22. Sligo in fifth. A bit of a fraudulent team. Not going to lie. With 20 points. Bowes sixth with 19. Shells seventh with 15. Drogs eighth with 13. Harps ninth with 10. And UCD tenth with 5. It's a league of one around them. Are you alright? <laughs> I'm trying to call it even dumpy. Um, I was going to... Ja. 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 I was going to run through the fourth division. But I couldn't care less about Cork. So we won't... <laughs> Uh, so moving on now, we have the Premier League games. There's now twelve o'clock kickoff, Con. Which yeah, that was really strange. Fr- really frustrated me. I'm not gonna lie. I was. Um, we were travelling at that minute, at that point, to Liverpool, and I could have done with a with a twiddling your thumbs a bit. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I, I, that's why I went to sleep essentially. Yeah. Um, but we'll kick off a few relevant games, of course. The usual with this kind of. Time of year in the Premier League, Cram? Uh, would yeah. you say? Uh, I would say, yeah, irrelevant, but also quite funny as well. Mm. One of them being Brentford 3, Southampton 0. Um, I'll just run through the goals real quick. It was a Christian Eriksen corner. Just, just it sounds like a nuclear alarm. <laughs> right, anyway. <laughs> Starting off with Brentford 3, Southampton 0. Just run through the goals real quick. It was a Christian Eriksen corner. Um, from the right hand side and a foul to Ivan Tony. he controls it and places it into Pontus Janssen who puts it away a second goal came from another Christian Eriksen good with the play from him again driving through the Southampton midfield um, he gets fouled and Johan Wisse takes over and just puts it away he was actually a good referee mm-hmm. um, to let the play you know move on and it was a Christopher Azure dribble past about four players man gets in lovely finish between the legs of Fraser Foster. Um Brentford look good here. They were kinda of poor in a bit. Um they've had good wins with this kind of Ericsson in Buemo, you know, Wissa, Tony kind of front four at the minute. Obviously they won away to Chelsea, as we said a couple of weeks ago. But um that win was very impressive against a good Southampton side. What did you think? Uh yeah, I, I I'd echo exactly what you said, only I would say that Southampton are in a good side. They're mm. quite poor. They have got the 40 points, as we've said, so I don't think they will. I think they'd be alright, but they've won one game in 10, and they've lost all the other games, apart from one. So, they're a really, really poor team. Mm. Um, Prowse still, is still a good result from Brentford, though. Yeah, good result for them, obviously, keeps them safe, but War Prowse is the only thing great about Southampton at the moment. And we gave Ivan Tony a bit of stick the other week, rightfully so, for some of his comments made online. Yeah. You know, at a par- beach party in Slag of Brentford. And then he's calling them irrelevant to some crypto weirdo. Um but I think he's on twelve goals and ten assists now at the minute, which 
double figures in both is very impressive and it's what Brentford needed to do essentially yeah. so the way he's talking though he's, you wouldn't expect a or you'd expect him to hand in a transfer request yeah I'd imagine I've said it before I would, I would like Tony at Liverpool just for a different kind of option Burnley won Aston Villa 3 bad result for Burnley and everything are now obviously out of the bottom three I think and we keep flip-flopping man we're so bad at this podcast <laughs> we keep saying ah oh, everything are down ah oh, they're down and then they just it's, it's the nature of football isn't it it's things the nature constantly of change the relegation battle it was a lovely finish from Danny Ings to make a 1-0 I can't look to sorry um, the second goal came from a Luca Dean cross from the left hand side into um, Emmy Buendia with a finish um, again another lovely goal and then the last one this is my probably my favourite goal of the weekend yeah. but definitely up there it was a McGinn cross from the left hand side and it was an Ollie Watkins header and it was just a lovely goal um, a lovely finish from Maxi Cornet at the end to make a 3-1 but too little too late really Burnley yeah I think I t- still think they'd be alright I think Mike, Michael Jackson you know he is he's a good tra- he's a good coach so mm. he looks very into the relegation battle as well like bit of a just, smooth criminal stop stop <laughs> that was a smooth joke anyway um, Chelsea 2 Wolves 2 um, quick run through the game it was Lukaku with a penalty in the first half it was a good play by Lukaku and then it was a bit of poor Wolves play playing out from the back I think it was Cody tried to play it out to the to the wing back um, it hits Moutinho false Lukaku it was a lovely goal by Lukaku Wolves got into it a bit more in the second half then and Trinkell with a lovely finish really mm. nice goal mm. and it was Conor Cody last kick of the game for Wolves very poor um, poor defender from Chelsea really, was really poor it was a good goal from Cody um, and the scenes in the away end were tremendous before you get on to Chelsea Cran, did you think it was a penalty on Lukaku? on Lukaku for what? the fourth penalty oh yeah definitely pulling down yeah but um, no I think it's so frustrating to watch at the moment especially I don't I don't know what Tuch was doing to be honest, some of the games, some of the choices he's making, they're, they're a bit off kilter. But uh, Werner is so frustrating to watch. Mm. So frustrating. Like, he needs to learn how to finish his dinner. The last few games, I think, our midfield has cost us a lot of goals in transition. Very, very leaky in defence at the moment. Very worrying. Mm. Um, I think Especially with what's coming up on Saturday. The likes of Silva and, and Rudiger, as solid as they've been this season, the last few games, they haven't been as solid. Mm. Aspilicueta has been I, you think I, I would say incredibly mediocre in the last few games do I don't say Rudiger, that though. we know he's leaving so you think he just has his eye on, on the end of the season his move to be yeah. fair though man I don't think he's been the worst out of the back four no I'm not saying so I'm not saying that either but no he, but I wouldn't I wouldn't accuse him of not trying either it's, it, it, it's, that's what you're getting at I wouldn't so you're, you're accusing him of, of lack of quality then lack of quality yeah around him as well yeah um, I'm not blaming him I'm just I saying think, in the grand scheme of things I would imagine Rudiger probably well, for that goal things. for the Trincao goal that, that was Kovacic in midfield giving the ball mm. away well, you, and you their, their dispossessions their individual mistakes that mm. are leading to that and the, the, the defence it was a great finish though with Trincao yeah very sloppy though very sloppy defensively mm. you shouldn't be conceding two in, in how many minutes ten minutes mm. Crystal Palace won Wofford nil um, I did I had this on earlier uh, on YouTube not a little Sky Premier League highlights I didn't watch one bit of it because of 1-0 and I, I couldn't care less but Roy Hodgson getting a bit of grief online I don't know if you've seen this I think Watford are gone now I think they're relegated now good which is good um, they deserve it Roy Hodgson he didn't go over and clap the fans after the game and his reason being 
um, they were too far away which I think is fucking scandalous oh, I think he's um, he smiles he was smiling as well a lot after the loss and the revelation now he's just an old man he's just he an old man he doesn't give a fuck like, I, I, I was thinking was Roy Hodgson doing a bit of an inside job a bit of a Rafa job on Wofford to in comparison to what Rafa did at everything I think so um, I um, think they're definitely very similar jobs in the sense that I'd, I'd imagine they both didn't really care about the, the clubs they were working with uh, did you see the balloons on the pitch as well for his return was there yeah Palace put balloons on, no they put and they That's started clapping them and all. it was very nice for Roy it's like what Liverpool done he was actually season. clapping the home fans at the start so. yeah he, was, he didn't clap the away fans though. Um, um, reminds me of what happened when we played Everton in December and we beat them 4-0 and the Liverpool fans were chanting Rafa Benitez um, I have here, written here about just on the Roy Hudson subject uh, Hisco this is a match day sat now mm. Hisco Munoz at the start when he was sacked he had 7 games played 2 two wins same amount of wins as uh, Hudson with 15 games and Ranieri is 13 so he had Jeez. same amount of wins in 7 games and those oh, to be honest with you I think the way Watford treat their fans is a fucking joke oh the way they sack managers that, that, that's the epitome of it with Hudson there not giving a fuck about them and it's all well and good. Like, let's be honest, Norwich and Watford will probably come next season. This is the nature of the Premier League. And usually Fulham will go down. Um, and look, at people are content with that because in one way you're winning the title. But then you get up there and it's just the hope that kills you and you're just going straight back down. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, I think if I was a Watford fan, I'd be absolutely fuming. But if I was a Manchester United fan, Cran, I'd be even angrier. Because moving on, Brighton 4, Manchester United 0, Cran. Gutless spineless mercenaries the list is endless for the, for the ways to describe the United team absolutely and terrible. it could have been more it could have been more than 4-0 it could have been 5 or 6-0 we'll move on to the goals real quick Ron. Um, Caicedo with the opening goal for Brighton lovely goal from outside the box a Man United fan seemingly as well this is his first goal for Brighton Trossard and Cucciarella link up for the second goal. It was a lovely goal by Cucciarella into the the roof of the net. Fabulous player. Um, his first goal for Brighton as well. I think he's been up, I think he's been up there with signing season, which we'll talk about after a while. Yeah. Pascal Gross strolls through the United defence, places the ball in the back of the net, um, and then Welbeck slash Trossard with the last goal. I think I think it was given to Trossard. Man. Um, what the fuck was Varane at for that for that third goal? Like Man. where was he? They're so easy to press. They're so easy to beat. Yeah. But like, United, or Brighton pressed so well. Mm. And they got the ball off them within seconds of mm. United getting it back. Like, that, that's not good enough. And especially when all your possession's in your own half. Mm. And you're just getting pressed to bits and getting yeah. torn open. It's, it was very poor. There's so many turnovers that, like, there's so many errors that lead to chances for United. Mm. Like, if you win the ball off them, you're likely going to score. Because they're just wide open. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have here. Um, I don't know. Sorry, go on. Brighton all season at the Amex, twelve goals, and on Saturday against United, they scored a four. Of their goals, they got. They scored four. Jesus. Um, I also have here. Man United have now conceded four goals or more in six of their Premier League games this season. I'd imagine that's never happened. I wouldn't say so. In in the United's history of the Premier League. Yeah. Long may it last. And five five goals in some games, by the way. Yeah, it was five goals against five goals and four goals against us, I yeah. think, wasn't it? Unbelievable. Uh, moving on now. Liverpool won. Spurs won. 
back in Anfield, Cran, for the first time since uh, December 2019. Yeah. Um, You'll Never Walk Alone is usually an emotional kind of uh, anthem. I think I think Liverpool gave it a stick for it um, because the goal was quiet or whatever. <laughs> um, but that anthem really got me on Saturday. And it could have been because it's the first time I've been there since 2019. It is. like That's one thing I'm jealous of Liverpool. That's a, that song. That's really... It's a lovely song. Yeah. Like, when you think about the... The it, words and everything. and It's um, the mouth or it's the meaning behind it. Yeah. That's very nice. Um, I know why. It definitely choked me up a bit. Um, I'd be lying if I said it didn't. Um, the game itself, Cran. First of all, first of all I'm going to say... Spores fully deserve another point. Absolutely. I have no problem with the result in terms of performance. Um, Spores defended so well. Resolute. Mm. Ben Davis, fantastic. Yeah, he was was really good. Emerson Royale. I thought Emerson Royale for me was around the match. Mm. Um, um, We had decent chances through, especially that kind of last 10 minutes of the first half. I think if we had... If it had been the last 15 minutes of the first half, I definitely think there was a goal coming, but obviously mm. half-time comes at a perfect time. Van Dijk had a header off, uh, hits the crossbar. You know, Salah could have had a tap-in, but Lloris gets his long arm out. Diaz plays a 1-2 with Mane, gets a shot away, good save by Lloris as well. Um, and during all this, there was a time where Spurs broke and Hoybier hits the post. Yeah. Um, that could have easily been 2-0. No, that, well, that would have been to make, yeah, not sure, mm. it would have been to make 1-0. Um, and, just it was Hybier hitting the post, and it was the goal was all really sports great, but it was enough for them to get a point in the end. And mm. um, the goal comes, and I was fe- I was looking at it, and I was fuming because Kane gets so much space on the outside of our box, and this comes from um, a transition of a, of a sports corner. And what usually happens there for Liverpool is the two fullbacks go on the opposite wings. So Robertson's on the right back position, and Trent's on the, the left. And I don't know why I've always felt that Leaves was vulnerable, and I actually don't know the reason behind it, but it is what it is. And Kane just gets so much space, and Robertson just gets dragged back to the left back position ever so slightly when he probably shouldn't. He has to keep that line. Mm. He's dropped far too deep. Cessnon gets the ball. Lovely pass into Son, and it was a great finish from Son to make it 1 0. Um, and then afterwards, it was just Liverpool. I don't think Spurs got out of their box then. From I think the goal scored like sixty two minutes in, fifty seven minutes in I think it was. Yeah. Um, Spurs didn't get out of their own half for the rest of the game, but again they got the point. It was Luis Diaz with the equaliser off of the flexion I think from uh, Benton Core who was very, very good lucky. as well. And it was there was good moments within the game. There was one of them, and again this is what I meant about this kind of atmosphere, and there was great atmosphere at the game as usually is the case in Anfield. The Spurs fans, and it was a very. Um, it's a very small club thing to do because it's usually the small clubs that do it. It's um, where's your famous atmosphere? To which the Anfield crowd replied with, "Where's your European cups?" Because of course, the last European Cup Liverpool won was against Spurs in 2019. Another great moment was after Liverpool scored. It was about the 75th minute, I think it was. Origi was just sitting there, you know what I mean, on the bench, whatever, and uh, a chant of Divock Origi broke out. I may or may not have started. Crap. I didn't start. And Klopp just goes, Divock, warm up there. <laughs> and he warmed up. He didn't come on in the end. And I think Klopp will kind of punched himself because there was a few sloppy performances on day from Liverpool, in particular, I thought Mane. Yeah, I, I still think Liverpool are in it. If you had said to me in September, August, when we were doing the predictions for the league, mm. for the season, 
had you said to me Liverpool will win a League Cup, be in the final of an FA Cup, a Champions League, and three points off Man City with three games to go, do you think I'd have went, absolutely, well, I would take that. Of course I would take that. I, I think you I'm would, not answering the question yeah, on purpose. Yeah. yeah. Of course I'd take that. Um, Arsenal 2 leads 1. It was a Meslier. Absolute shocker by Meslier. Um, and Ketia gets in and scores. Stefan-esque. Stefan done in the FA Cup against Liverpool. Just stalls on the ball. And Ketia just slowly tackles him and scores. Martinelli gets past um, Rafinha. Aylin. I think Cock as well. Crosses the ball in. And Ketia makes it 2-0. Luke Ailing red card, probably probably cut of the week to be fair. Um, absolute Egypt. He could have he could have really hurt Martinelli. Like mm. could have really done damage to him. And it was a Llorente goal for Leeds that put pressure on Arsenal. Their first two touches in Arsenal's box, um, and then after that, Arsenal resorted to time wasting <laughs> against a ten man Leeds side who were probably going to get relegated. Then. Mm. So it shows you the ability that Arsenal have. The moment of the match came from uh, Jesse Marsh, of course, um, loves the attention, gives a, a note onto the pitch, I think it was Dan James, and uh, according to Sky Sources, the note read, um, yeehaw, <laughs> he's such an agent, um, but yeah, fight, Arsenal, to fight and win, fight and win, but um, yeah, I suppose good result for Arsenal in the end, but you touched on Spurs there, with their the remaining fixtures or whatever, this Arsenal side is absolutely cat. There's so many players in this Arsenal side who are just not up to scratch. Like you're looking at the lineup yesterday. Ramsdale and Goal. Horrible, isn't it? Good. Cedric Brill, holding, not great. Gabriel, I'd say decent. Tommy Asu, I actually really like Tommy Asu, he's very good. El Nenny, Jacket, you have Saka, Odegaard, Martinelli. They're three very good attackers. And then Inketi up front. I do think he has the potential to be a good player, but he's not Champions League level like you have on the bench obviously Emil Smith Rowe who we know to be very good um, I don't really want Arsenal in the Champions League to be honest I think they'll get I think they will get it they'll get battered uh, oh, but they'll get yeah they'll get absolutely obliterated like you compare them to the Spurs side who have Aaron Bean against mm. City and Liverpool this season I just think the champ- I think they'd be obliterated in Champions League. I think they'd be embarrassed if they got there to be honest but it remains to be saying there's a few games left in anyways but Leicester won everything 2 Yerry Mina with a goal line clearance early on which I thought was fucking unbelievable um, could have put Leicester 1-0 up but it didn't it was a Mikulenko volley what goal good goal wasn't it it was a nice finish um, good for him everything could have been 2 up to Corey went really close um, and an everything mix up between Mina and Seamus Coleman the most everything goal ever to concede and Daka got in to make it one all and then it was a Holgate scrappy goal to make it 2-1 to Everton and he done the shithousing with the Daka celebration yeah. which is good shithousing it looks like Everton could be saving themselves here they've done very well in that game um, I don't know why Lampard didn't do this kind of tactics a long time ago this is it you know what I mean uh, I think he's learning from his mistakes mm. being wide open Norwich nil, West Ham four. Bit irrelevant to be honest. Yeah. Um, some good goals in it though. Um, ben Rama's second goal in particular was very good. But Norwich are gone. I'm very disappointed that. Uh, I'm very disappointed that Chelsea for letting Billy Gilmore go to Norwich. I think he's wasted. Talented. I'd say he's regressed as a player. 
Yeah, and you know? it's horrible. I don't, uh, I can't, t- I, I feel sorry for him. But anyway, Man City 5, Newcastle 0. Chris Wood misses a sitter. And, and Man City started off nervy here as well. They go down the other end, Sterling scores a sitter, which is, I think the thing with Man City, a lot of Man City's goals, and I do enjoy, is they seem very easy when, like, because usually it's like, like the rest of the goals, like Rodri scored from a corner, um, Dubravka made a mistake for Laporte to score. Mm. But Foden gets a tap in, Sterling gets a tap in, but it's all about the way they play and the positions they pick up um, and they find themselves one on one the keeper and they just score to make it whatever score it was. Newcastle were very poor and Man City get the 5 0 win and put a three point gap between themselves and Liverpool. Gundogan in this game, he's such a fantastic player in my opinion. I think City's best midfielder. But yeah. obviously he's been injured or something this season. He hasn't got as much uh, game time. And then Grealish as well, I thought, was very good in this game as well. Yeah, they For a change. They got the result. Nice. Yeah, they'll be happy with that. 5-0 as well. And um, can we talk about the table really quickly before we move on? Yeah, okay. Uh, so, obviously, City now top by three. Uh, plus four goals on Liverpool, who are on 83, I think. City yeah. on 86. And then obviously we have the top four battle, Spurs, sixty two points, Arsenal sixty six. They're playing each other on Thursday, huge game, Adzi. Chelsea man could be in trouble here. Um, yeah, Lord I think Chelsea, we. Ju- where the rest of Chelsea games Leeds, Leeds on Wednesday. Watford. Leicester, Watford. Oh. <laughs> I think should be alright. I think yeah. mathematically you just need two more points. So, mm. um, yeah, and then the relegation battle. Obviously we have. What Everton thirty four, Everton thirty five and sixteen. Burnley seventeenth with thirty four, Leeds eighteenth with thirty four, and then Watford and I think Norwich have both gone. I'd imagine Leeds just looking, and it's Leeds' goal difference is really poor as well, minus thirty five. We'll move on to goal goal of the week. We go goal of the week. Yeah. Goal of the week. I'm gonna give it to Mikaleko for the left footed volley. I thought it was a nice, beautiful. Uh, it was a nice finish. Yeah. Technique he used. Um, goal of the week. Good question. Um, I actually I did really like Spurs' goal. To be fair, I thought it was a good finish, and I thought we gave it Kane far too much space there. But I'll give it to Christopher Azure's goal against Southampton. It was a bit of a like a Joel Matip kind of thing. He just strolls through a few players, slots it between the legs of Fraser Forster, and um, yeah, a good goal from him. God of the week. God of the week. Oof. Good question. I'm going to give it to Leandro Trossard. I thought he absolutely ran United ragged on Saturday. Um, really good performance from him. And yeah, it was... Okay, we've talked about United too much. They're just really poor. And uh, yeah, good, good from Trossard the weekend. Very good performance from him. Yeah. I'm going to give my uh, God of the week to Roy Hudson. <laughs> oh, God. For relegating Wofford, 13% win percentage in 15 games. Mm. A good primary career, I would say. And uh, Roy is done. He's retired. Mm. So best luck to Roy. He's He's gone out with a bang relegating, relegating Wofford. This fellow Ronaldo is a cod. And our cod of the week this week is... 
Luke Aylin. Luke Aylin. Yeah, what are you doing? Like, what? What? The, I, I was looking at the game. A tad hungover from Saturday. Um, not really consuming it. And Martinelli's running towards the corner. Running towards the fucking corner. And Luke Aylin just decides, you know what, here's a two for you. And can- He's out playing, I'm pretty sure. As well. Yeah, it, the ball was going out, yeah. It was just a stupid tackle. And judging by their second half performance where Arsenal like shit themselves, like, oh no, don't come out. <laughs> you know, I think they'll be very angry at that. But yeah, Luke Allen cut of the week. Have you got some for the Hall of Fame this week? Our Hall of Fame this week. Yeah, I have. Um, so I'm, I'm going to give it to um, the Luton goal. I don't know if you've seen this goal, but it's the goal that got them, essentially got them into the playoffs, which was unbelievable goal. I don't want to go back to Luton. Um, so you can see here, I'll Luton, play here. Luton Airport. The keeper, the keeper of Redden, hold on, I'm going to play it without the sound. So the Luton keeper here rolls the ball out, or the Redden keeper here rolls the ball out, and the Luton player just turns him and sticks it in the net. It was Harry Cornick with the goal for Luton, by the way, there. And that's sending them through to the championship playoffs. Playoffs. Do you want to do a quick prediction on the playoffs, Grant? Uh We have, what is it, Luton, uh, Luton Sheffield, Sheffield United, United Nottingham Forest and Huddersfield. So, Nottingham Forest play Sheffield United while Luton play Huddersfield. First of all, who do you want to be in the Premier League next season? I'd like Forest. 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 Forest again. I want Luton. I think it's a great story for Luton. I really Just to cost the squad, and this is why I want Luton to win it. So, Fulham squad, obviously... They won the championship, 158 million. Wow. Bournemouth, 125 million. Sheffield United, who finished fifth, one place ahead of Luton. They're parachute payments, are they? 101 million, absolutely. Nottingham Forest, 36 million in the valued squad, and then Luton with a whole 1.5 million valued squad. That's crazy. So I really want. I'm gonna be passionately following Luton in the playoffs. They play Huddersfield on Friday, the 13th. Ooh. And then Sheffield United play Forest on the Saturday. So, Cran, Luton, Huddersfield, who are you going for? Luton. Sheffield United, Forest, Cran, who are you going for? I go first. So, Forest, Luton, final. And who are we going for? I'm going with Luton. I'm going to go first. Tasty, tasty. I'd go through the other playoffs, but I don't really want to. But actually, last thing, really, really last thing. Um, Bristol City won 7 0 crown the weekend. I don't know if you've seen this, or Bristol Rovers, even, excuse me, 7 0. They won. They had to win the game by a certain amount of goals to, to go up. <laughs> they were basically. playing FIFA, were they? Yeah, they were playing Scuntorf, who are bottom of the league, so I suppose it's not that um, surprising. Northampton missed out, but they finished on the same points and same goal difference. Um, a mad, mad scenario in um, League One. Forest Green, by the way, going up to the championship. A good another good story there. I hope they do well in the championship next season. But yeah, that's that's the kind of league football league roundup crown. Your Hall of Fame this week. Sorry for the tangent. Apologies. Hall of Fame goes to the Real Madrid versus Man City game. Oh what a game of football, Adzi. What Real Madrid are doing, it it defies logic that they've played better managers this season in my opinion. I know Ancelotti is a very good manager, but I think his style of play is sort of outgrown. Mm what it is now if you get me yeah I, I think um, they've been on a bit of a steam train of beating all the money clubs haven't they so PSG mm. Chelsea of course and then City on Wednesday um, but it's been moments that have won Real Madrid uh, that have gotten Real Madrid this far like against PSG Cran 
they were the worst team. They were the, 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 terrible. They were terrible for 150 minutes of that tie. And it was the last half an hour. Benzema just went, you know what, we're going through. <laughs> Against Chelsea, like Chelsea played them off the park in the Bernabeu and they got through. You know what I mean? Man City the other night looked to be all but true and it was Rodrigo just two minutes can two minutes is all it takes and don't let anybody tell you otherwise thanks um, no matter um, Rodrigo just put them out yeah but um, yeah great game of football I think their campaign has been immense so far yeah it's going to be a good final in Paris Fina- finale Paris Liverpool Real Madrid <laughs> so we're moving on now Cran, to our Euro trash and Euro treasure Um do you want to kick us off with your Euro trash? My Euro trash goes to the top four race in the Bundesliga. Oh, wow. Um, absolute shocking scenes at the weekend from uh, Freiburg, believe it or not, who had the fate of top four in their own hands to get to Champions League. I don't know if it's the first time in their history, but they played Union Berlin. Mm. In a game which w- will decide the Europa League, it looks like now. Because Freiburg have gone into those places and Union can still catch them. Mm. Union beat them 4-1 at home. Goals from Prommel, Trimmel, Becker, not Boris, <laughs> Schaefer. Thankfully. <laughs> he's tax fraud. Yeah, he's getting a bit of trouble now. Um, and a goal from Holler as well from Freiburg. But they lose the game 4-1. And they were on 57 points, two points ahead of... Leipzig going into this and now they're one point behind Leipzig after Leipzig win 4-1 or mm. 4-0 at home to Augsburg Andre Silva Christopher Nkuku gets two goals Forsberg gets a goal and also shout out to Nkuku who's 20 goals 13 assists this season mm. in I think I think he'll be in the Premier League next season possibly mm. or I'm boring one or the other but yeah you're a Euro trash as he my Euro trash can, and it comes from the Europa League, UEFA Conference League, and Champions League. It's the Premier League teams faltering. A large majority of our podcasts is spent time with the Premier League, and we love it, of course, and it's the most viewed you know, league in the world, etc. But by God, did they let everyone down on, on Thursday and Wednesday. Um, we talked about Man City. Um, it was a sheer bottle job, I thought. I thought, I thought Madrid were great. And deserved, like they deserved in the end to go through. But it's another pep job where seasons gone by, like against Chelsea, it was the Havertz goal. They couldn't break Chelsea down then. Now season before that was against Leon, where Leon scored two goals in, you know, ten minutes. Sterling misses there. You know what I mean? Sterling misses a sitter. You know, Liverpool beat them in the Champions League one year as well. Spurs, you know what I mean? But it's always in a, a small period of time where they just disintegrate. Um, and it happened in Madrid last week. Leicester losing in uh, Roma. I think it was a nil-all draw, was it? Or did Roma won win nil? Yeah, Roma, Roma won win nil. Tammy Abraham, <laughs> by the way. Roma won one nil. Yeah, excuse me. Um, yeah, good good performance from Tammy again. Leicester, though, like in the Conference League, have been really good, and they just let themselves down. You know what I mean? They, like, seemingly they were very very poor over there, and I think it's a, it's a European Cup semi final. Give it your all. Yeah. You leave it all on the pitch. You know what I mean? And they just didn't. Roma, they'll be playing Feyenoord in the Conference League final. That'll actually be a nice game. Rangers, of course, won 3-1 against Leipzig. So they'll be in the final. Um, but it was West Ham, Cran, letting themselves down. Um, Aaron Cresswell, again, getting sent off. 
an experienced player, he'll be frustrated with that. But um, Eintracht Frankfurt can come out on top in the Sebastian Haller final, the Sebastian Haller derby. And I, for one, I'm delighted because they treat Haller with a bit of respect. While West Ham just didn't really, uh, he didn't really get going at West Ham to be honest. Moyes also got sent off <laughs> for kicking a ball at the ball boy, oh. which was a bit harsh. Um, but he did apologise for a post game. But yeah, that, that's my Euro trash this week. I actually, I think Frankfurt are going to go all the way because they beat I Barca. I love they did. They beat Barca and they beat West Ham, so I think they can get past Rangers easy enough. Your Euro treasure, Cran. My Euro treasure goes to Jose Mourinho. Ah, very nice. It, a nice sentimental moment at the end of the Roma versus Leicester game, mm. where he cried a tear for the people of Rome. Mm. So he said in his uh, in his interview. Yeah. He said he worked in the city for eleven months, and he is happy for the people. And uh, yeah, as you said, a one nil win for Roma in that Conference League semi final, <laughs> and Jose in another final. And he keeps alluding to it in his press conference. He keeps saying, "I've gotten all of my teams to finals. Uh, I might have played them, but I've gotten all of my teams to finals." Yeah, yeah. He's alluding to Spurs when they yeah, just yeah, sacked yeah. them yeah, before yeah. the final. Like that was so strange. Mm. That was during the Super League fiasco, I think. Mm, I think he was. I think he lost himself a job there by standing up to Daniel Levy. Yeah, I remember hearing a story like that. He was like, "I am not taking part in this." Yeah, and Levy was like, "Right, well, fuck off." Mourinho, I'm delighted for him. Because he is such a character in football. And uh, yeah. My Euro treasure this week, Cran, goes to Nantes winning the French <laughs> Cup. 1 0 versus Nice. Um, a Nice team, Cran, with the likes of French on the 21 centre half. Um, Todibo, Dante, of course, former Brazil international, you know Dante. And Colossal, we're uh, <laughs> alumni. <laughs> um, Ahmed Guri, who I don't know if you've seen a while ago, was doing the rounds on Twitter because he's just such a sauce baller um, Delort up front Algerian international Dahlberg of course Denmark player Kluivert Morgan Schneidlin funny enough as well wow. this, this was the Nice team that lost the FA uh, the French Cup final excuse me against a Nice a Nantes side excuse me a Nantes side which included La Fontaine Thierry Vela in midfield the former Liverpool player there Moses Simon up front um, another Good player we talked about him, John Afcon, Nigerian international. Ludovic Blas as well, who got the goal on the day for Nantes. Um, and Fabio De Silva of the De Silva twins. Remember the old oh, United yeah. lads? He's at Nantes as well. So he's a, a cup winner at Nantes. That who, cup final was a bit of a vibe. I would have yeah, watched that. I, I absolutely would have watched it as well. I didn't know it was on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Nantes won nil in the end against Nice. A good day for Nantes fans everywhere. Absolutely. <laughs> Moving on now, Cran to our get it out big one this week big one this week the team of the season special and we're going to talk about our team of the season Cran. team of the season Premier um, League orientated yeah naturally enough we'll probably do a, a Champions League team maybe some such I'd like to do an international team this season um, so in goal Cran. <laughs> in goal I could have gone with Alisson what, what formation have you got actually by the way I'm, the, I'm going with um, Stones 4 3 3 I'm going to go for a uh, diamond yeah 4 one, 2 one, 2 diamond I'm going okay. for so, in goal for my Premier League team season, I was going to go with Allison. I was like, you know what, there's enough Liverpool players in this. I was going to go with Ederson, and I was like, you know what, there's enough Man City players in this. So, I went to a Jose Sa Cran, who we spoke about before the podcast, started Wolves goalkeeper, arguably signing the season. I think it's between him and someone else yeah, he's that we'll get on to. Um, he's in the top five of every goalkeeping stat this season. 
which is quite impressive. I think you have him as well. 120 saves, which I think is very, very impressive. And 12 clean sheets in your debut season. For a team like Wolves, who at the start of the season could have been expected to falter a bit, but they've been quite strong throughout. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go with Jose Sangal. Yeah, I've actually gone for the same one, Anthony. And I, I was expecting you to go for someone like Edison or Allison. Yeah. And I think you expected me to go for someone like that as well. And I was expecting Mendy, yeah, <laughs> to be honest. No, but I think Sa is definitely the most consistent keeper of all of them. And the player who's almost not playing for... I'm not going to say Wolves aren't defensively solid, but I feel like Liverpool, Chelsea, Man City have a very strong defence. Wolves, I, I feel like he has to stop a lot of shots. So. Well, that's, that's, that's the thing, because yeah. you look at who was ahead of him in the shot stopping statistics, sorry, is Meslier and Krill. Yeah. And their teams who are in the bottom three, who are probably going to get relegated. Norwich are gone. Leeds will probably be there as well. Yeah. Um, and Saz toward in that, in that particular stat. And it shows kind of the strength of, of him in the team because without him, they could be down there with them, you know? Yeah, and to go from a keeper like Patricio to Sa mm. and to have him be so good is very impressive as well. Yeah. And uh, also, he, he went rose to TikTok fame on OnlyFans at one point. Oh, he did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, that, that TikTok got taken down. Yeah, he has to sort of go in mm. there for us. But um, yeah, I think a, a few honourable mentions for De Gea, who's been excellent for Man United as well. You can't really forget about that. Uh, he has to face a lot of shots on a regular basis. I would say a show for Sanchez as well off Brighton. I think he's been mm. very good as well. He's a very good keeper. And he f- Ramsdale. He does I know same. a lot of people dislike him, but I think Ramsdale's yeah. had a good season. Yeah. Um, right back, Cran. I've gone with Trent Alexander-Arnold. I'm not going to say he's not caused for much debate because like, if we all had the same team, it'd be an awful show. Mm. But um, 12... Um, been very good this season. Um, 12... Assists and 17 clean sheets for Trent this season, which is you know it's very good. Um, 20 goals conceded for for Liverpool while he's played. Um, I think he's improved immensely at right back. Um, this season he get he gets he gets an awful lot of stick at times. Um, but his, his recovering positions, you know, his blocks. I just think he's he's become a real good right back. For Liverpool this season, and he is my right back in this Premier League team this season. Cran, you're right back. Yeah, um, I've gone for the same right back, believe it or not. Yeah, uh, just for I actually am shocked at that. To be honest. Yeah, um, I do think Trent has had a good season. The amount of assists and goals he does get is a product of how Liverpool play, in my opinion. But mm. I think the fact that he drifts into the middle of the pitch and creates is very impressive. Um, and I, I do think he's. He's prone to a bit of defensive vulnerability, but in my opinion, he's been the most consistent out of the lot. Uh, I would possibly sway towards Cancelo here, but I think Trent's stats are a lot better. And t- here's, here, ways. here's one for you, and I don't think a lot of people will. Trent's errors leading the goals this season is very low. Like I think it's like one. So this, this kind of hysteria around him being a, a poor defender, he very rarely makes errors lead that leads mm. to goals. Which I think is a very impressive stat as well. Right. Um, my fourth centre back crown is um, Virgil Van Dijk, which I don't think is great surprise. Like, yeah. I think it's going under the radar the fact that um, he's come back off, you know, what a lot of people, you know, deemed a career ending injury or definitely a career altering injury, um, and didn't expect him to come back the way he has come back. 
I think it's a bit of a an underrated story in the sense that you know Liverpool are going for four trophies here, and Van Dijk has probably been the most consistent performer this season. You know he's he's very rarely dropped dropped below an eight. I don't think he's dropped below mm-hmm. an eight out of ten performance this season. I think he'd be doing well to find one of them. But yeah, Virgil Van Dijk for me, he's just come back and I love the man. He's just just a great defender. Yeah, I'd echo the exact same thing. Um, I'd go for Van Dijk as well. He makes defending look easy. If if you want to talk about your next defender as well, actually you can. Yeah, he makes defending look easy. Um, so I'd go. I go for Van Dijk. I think without him, Liverpool would look a lot more vulnerable at the back. Hmm. Uh, I don't think the other defenders would cut it if he wasn't there. But um, yeah, I'd go my other centre back. I'm going to go for Antonio Rudiger. Um, I think he's been our most consistent performer by far this season. He hasn't really had a bad game, in my opinion. Uh, and prof- he's been a true professional in the way he's performed as well. Because obviously we know what's going on with his contract situation. Mm, he's out the trap door. Um, but yeah, he's he's true professional. He shows he showed the fight and desire this season to win every single game. And I feel like if every player showed that same fight, we would have put up a title challenge. But they didn't. They folded. So for me, Rudiger is our only deserving player this season of team of the season. Mm. Yeah, this is where I struggled was the second position because I think Rudiger's definitely up there. Um, but I think it's hard not to have Diaz or Laporta. Now I'm not disregarding what you've just said because Rudiger has been great. Um, I think if Chelsea were closer to the two up, up top, you would de- you would definitely be able to show. But I'm I'm giving my second centre half to Laporte. I think Laporte has been unreal this season. Toward the appearances, 15 clean sheets, 4 goals. He's conceded 18 goals this season, which I think is is very impressive. You know what I mean? He scored a goal against Southampton, I think it was. That got them going. And I just think he's actually lifted his game. And I remember when he got injured that time and City fans were like, oh, Laporte is out and this and that. And it was one player and they kind of compared him to like Liverpool having no centre-halves or whatever. Um, I think he's lived up to the hype this season. I yeah. think he's lived up to like that ability that Man City fans would have you believing in. Like I definitely think he's definitely upped his game this season, and I think he's, to be honest, City probably will win the Premier League, and I think he will be play. He will have played a massive part in the reason why. So yeah, he's my left-sided centre half of a back four crown. New left back. I'd say we probably have the same left back, do we? So I've got yeah left back. I've gone for Marco Gorella off Brighton. Um, I remember going up, going over to uh, Brighton Chelsea in December, I think it was, and watching the height of COVID. The height of COVID, yeah, it was it was very dodgy. Omicron was floating around, <laughs> but uh, in the home end, Stamford Bridge, watching uh, not the away end, like San. Oh my god! We were watching uh, Brighton versus Chelsea, and uh, Cucurella was the best player on the night. He was absolutely excellent throughout the whole season if you watch sit down and watch Brighton Cucurella has been their most consistent performer he's probably going to get their player of the season um, he has had an absolutely terrific season and his debut season by the way in the Premier League so I would love him at Chelsea he makes all the right runs he makes the right decisions not to cross the right time um, and he's technically brilliant so I've gone for uh, Cucurella yeah Cancelo is my left back it was between himself and Robertson for me and Robertson actually has slightly better statistics in terms of output and you know scoring and assisting but I think Cancelo's just been his ability to play right back as well and 
not drop in terms of ability of levels and ability. I just think Kinsella's been great. He has 33 appearances this season for City. One goal, that one goal that was against Newcastle. Do you remember that Thunder Barrett of a goal? Seven assists and 19 clean sheets. He's just been immense for Man City and I think he deserves to be in the team season cran. I've gone with a 4 3 cran. You're going for a, like, a similar 4 3 aren't you? With like, an attacking mid. So it's not really a diamond. Yeah. I know we, said, we know we said diamond was like a DM, a centre mid and an attacking mid for cran. So yeah. we do kind of, we have the same formation essentially. Four, two four three trees except Cran has an attacker and I don't yeah so yeah go on your, your three midfield Cran sorry sorry my three midfield I'm going for Rodri who's absolutely ran the midfield for City this season midfield general Busquets figure in that in that pep team that we're talking about Busquets-esque as well yeah. yeah he's been absolutely terrific and the two games against Chelsea I, I watched closely he ran the midfield in both of them and he won the midfield easily for them so yeah I've gone for Rodri um, centre mid I've gone for Kevin De Bruyne who has just been excellent I would have gone for Bernardo Silva but I don't, I don't really rate Bernardo I feel like his levels have dropped massively yeah. since Christmas like. I, I don't, don't I haven't really rated him since that, that sort of period first 10 yeah. games and I honestly say Gundogan is a better player than him so I'd put Gundogan ahead of him yeah. if Gundogan played as many games yeah. but yeah I, I'd much prefer Kevin De Bruyne in the midfield to be honest mm. uh, he's a terrific player World class, some would say. Yeah, yeah. Eleven goals, seven assists this season. Um, Mason Mount had similar stats. I think Bruno might had similar stats, but um, I, I don't think they've had as good seasons as him. No. Um, especially when you're winning the league. Yeah. <laughs> uh, center. Center attack and mid. I've gone for Jared Bowen. Every single game I watched of West Ham this season, he has been their most consistent performer, best player on the pitch by a mile. I think Antonio. His levels have dropped as well since the start yeah, of the season, I think. Might have deserved a shout maybe the first 10 games again. Yeah, first five, I think. Yeah, but even against the, that game against Norwich, he was all right. But anyone can yeah. be good against Norwich. Mm. Uh, but Jared Bowen, for me, every single game I've watched, even against the big teams, he's performed. So yeah. 10 goals, 10 assists. Don't think you can really argue with that. Mm. Um, so yeah, my midfield tree crown, I've gone for Rodri as well. And I've said it on the podcast, um, this is becoming a Rodri fan cast, like, I, I love I love Rodri umpteen times shout out to the McGowan's bouncer um, big fan of Rodri I think he's, he's gone up so much this season in terms of his, his level of abilities his levels of performance he's just been great I think he's been Man City's best player by a mile this season um, he just makes them tick you know you look at when he's not playing it's Fernandinho in there and there's just so much like there's a big know depth and difference there even when Fernandinho came on in was it the game against Real Madrid yeah they dropped off completely yeah I think he's getting too old to play I think this, it's his last season I mean I think yeah. but um yeah I just think without him that they really struggle without him I've gone with Thiago with Liverpool I think he's he's really shown this season why he was getting all the talk and um, when he came in you know having won a trophy in every season he's played in apart from last season of course the nine games that Liverpool have dropped points in this season, Thiago didn't play in eight of them. So it shows you how vital he is this kind of process yeah. with Liverpool. Um, he's been unbelievable. He's dropped, for me, 10 out of 10 performances against the likes of City in the FA Cup semi. He was unbelievable that day. Um, against United, he was unbelievable as well. He ran rings around them. And in the Champions League as well, he's really, he's really, really performed. And I think he's played a key part as to why we're going to be in the final. And I've gone for James Ward-Prowse of Southampton. Yeah. Um, 34 games this season 9 goals 5 assists 
four of those goals were free kicks. I remember when James Ward-Prowse first started for um, Southampton in the 2012-2013 season. Southampton had come up from the Championship. Um, this was, you know, Adam Lallana, Lambert, Jose Font, era Southampton, Nigel uh, Atkins before Pochettino. And it was their first game of the season was against Man City away in the Etihad. And this fella, James Ward-Prowse, I think 17, 18 at the time, starts. And I remember he was unbelievable in the game. And everyone's going, this lad's going to be a player. And I think this is the season where he's really proved himself. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a move in the summer. I think if United are looking at players, he should be one of them. Well, he has a good attitude. That's someone they need. <laughs> and I think he has great ability. Yeah. His free kicks are unbelievable. He's just a great... I think he's a great little player. Um, and yeah, so my midfield three is Rodri, Thiago and James Ward-Prowse. Yeah, nice midfield. Oh, I'd possibly stick Fabinho ahead of uh, Thiago. I think Fabinho's played more games. He's been mm. more consistent for Liverpool. But. Well, I just think with Thiago, the way he plays... Um, it, I think the last player that played the way Thiago plays Liverpool was Xabi Alonso. And Alonso was an unbelievable player as well. And mm. I just think Thiago this season has been unbelievable. Definitely one of the players this season. Yeah. Your front three, Cran. Front three, I've gone for Salah right wing. No way. Uh, I've gone for Son left wing. Mm. And I've gone for Cristiano Ronaldo striker. Um, solely for the reasons that uh, son has ran the show for Spurs. I think he's ran it more than Kane has. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and he doesn't really get the credit he deserves. Mm. I, d- I don't know if people just call him underrated, but he's not really underrated. Mm. They just don't. I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain. I think it's due to the fact that Spurs win nothing. You know that? <laughs> yeah, but. And he's con- consistently their best player. Uh, son, 20 goals this season. Seven assists. Very good. Um, right wing Salah, 22 goals, 13 assists. Um, player of the year you can't really argue with that and then up front I've gone Ronaldo 18 goals mm-hmm. I think he's ran the show for United and I think without him they'd be relegated mm-hmm. you well relegated <laughs> is a bit much but um, you know, I've gone Salah right wing Son left wing and Jota up front right I think um, it was either going to be Jota or Ronaldo but it's very hard to put a player like Ronaldo in the team of the season when United are you know not contending for anything they're not in any cup finals. They're nowhere near the Champions League. They're not. They're further. They're even further away from Champions League. And I think Jota has played a massive part in Liverpool being challenging on forefront. So I think, um, yeah, Jota for me, fifteen goals, three assists this season. Great, great stats as well. You know, for a player like Jota, I think he's his levels have gone up again. But uh, yeah, I've gone for Salah, Jota, and Son. So will we run through our teams real quick again, Cran? There's not much to say about Mo Salah, by the way. But anyway, it's my team. Of the season, Cran, Jose Sangal, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Virgil van Dijk, Anamarek Laporte, Cancelo at left-back, Rodri Thiago, James Ward-Prowse midfield, Mo Salah, Diogo Jota and Hung-Min Son up front. Cran, your, your team of the season? My team of the season, I've gone Sa, I've gone Mark Kukurea, Van Dijk, Rudier, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Rodri CDM, De Bruyne, Jared Bowen, Son, Salah, Ronaldo. So yeah, we'll, we'll have a look, quick look at what some of the people have said online Cran it's a lot of them and I'm gonna I'm gonna go with chairs for us because one of the things that chairs said to me earlier was sure we're all gob- gobshites so spoofing is all we have <laughs> and to that I say Jerry fair play you're correct Jerry has gone with Alisson and Gall Trent Van Dijk Rudiger Cancelo as his back four <laughs> he's gone with Declan Rice in brackets soup drinking cunt 
Kevin De Bruyne and Odegaard in midfield and with a front three of Mo Salah, Ronaldo and Hung Min Son I don't think there's much to dispute there to be honest Salah, Hung Min Son, Ronaldo it's going to be a lot of people um, we have Kane McMullen shout out to Kane we've seen him on the darts a couple of weeks ago didn't we um, Alisson in goal Trent, Van Dijk, Matip, Cancelo a Liverpool fan of course De Bruyne, Odegaard and Rodri in midfield with Salah, Jota and Son up front that's, that's a decent team as well yeah. Eno has gone with Saar and goal like ourselves yeah. Diaz and Van Dijk at the back Trent Cancelo as wing as uh, the full back sorry Thiago Rodri in midfield with Saka, Bowen Son and Salah as his front four that's a lovely front mm-hmm. four to be fair we look at days real quick Alisson and goal Trent, Virgil, Matip, Kinsella is his back four. Rodri, De Bruyne and Conor Gallagher in midfield. And he's gone with a Liverpool front three of Mohamed Salah, Sadio Mane and Diogo Jota. Cran. We have Ben Casey, by the way, putting in this box. Shout out to Ben. I've seen him on the train the other day. Mm. Arsenal overachievers. Thanks, Ben. Yeah. Th- thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, will we look at Cran real quick? Right. Yeah. Also, we'll start off with player decision, will we? Yeah. So my player of the season, Cran. I've gone for Rodri. Have you, yeah? Yeah. I've gone with Mo Salah. I think it's one of them. Mm-hmm. I think Mo Salah was 20, was it 22 goals, 13 assists, top of both charts. It's hard to deny him there, but yeah, Mo Salah for me. Your young player of the year, Cran. Young player of the year, I've gone Phil Foden. Oh, sure. I think he's been excellent. Yeah. It's standard so high, isn't it? Um, yeah. I've gone with... Conor Gallagher slash Trent Alexander-Arnold. I think they're about the same age. Uh, and it's 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 this cut-off point. It's like, what defines young player of the year? Because I think in previous years, like a 24-year-old's 20, one, it's like, well, hold on. You know what I mean? Um, manager of the season, Crap. Who have you gone for, Conor or Trent? I'll give it to Trent. Yeah, all right. Because I think he will win it in the PFA. He probably will win it right. himself. Or, it will probably be himself or Fulton, to be fair. Manager. Manager of the year, Cran. I've gone for Mikel Arteta. A turn for the books. Really? Yeah. I thought you were taking the piss when you said that last night. No. I've, I genuinely, because I think the squad he has, and for him to even be putting up a Champions League fight with those that group of players. Yeah, we ran through the team earlier. Like It's, 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 not, it's not a Champions it's League team. It's so bang average. And I think the fact he's even in the debate, mm. I think he's manager of the season for me. I don't think there's any debate in that. Like... Mm. Obviously, we know Klopp and Pep are great managers, but they have great squads. It will be Klopp and Pep. One of them will win it. Like, yeah, but I think Arteta Arteta deserves a show. I'm gonna go with um, Rafael Benitez. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Rafa. We we do miss you here in the Only Fans Football Podcast, don't we, Grant? Yeah, well, you do. Um, sign of the season. Have you actually gone Rafa Benitez? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Sign of the season. I've gone. There's no him. integrity on this podcast, <laughs> Alcran. All integrity, all integrity that we have is gone. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> if we had it in the first place, sign of the season. Marco Gurea. Yeah, yeah. I'm going with again. It's a toss up. I think Jose Sa or Luis Diaz. And I know we could sit here and say, you know, January signings. It's too short of a period. But I think without Diaz, I don't think we're um, competing on four fronts. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's Diaz. as simple as that. That's that's the fourth Liverpool orientated thing you put in these four boxes. But I, I, how's how's Rafa Benitez anything to do with Liverpool? Right. Um, flop of the season, Cran. Who have you gone with? Pats, Pats and Daka. Mm, flattered to deceive. Yeah, I I I remember having him in my wild cards box, and you alluded to it earlier. Mm. 
and I really thought he was going to have a good season because I think he's 28 games in in Austria 27 goals mm. in the league but this season he's he, he really he hasn't really played so I don't know if it's even his fault but I just think Leicester are capping yeah Leicester haven't been great and he hasn't been great either so I was a bit disappointed but yeah it is what it is you um, I think Jack Grealish I think that's a I think that's one of them because I sa- Sancho as well um, but I think Grealish for 100 million he just hasn't I think hasn't minim- played oh, he's, he has played he just hasn't done enough mm. and there was chances against Madrid the other night he had two chances Courtois saved one and I think the other one was off the line yeah. but he needs to be scoring them he needs to be, and I think next season he'll be better. Well, if he's hundred million, he needs to be scored. Yeah, I do think next season he'll be better. I think he'll have, he'll have adapted to Pep's style a bit more. But I just think, yeah, I think Grealish for me yeah. hasn't been good enough. And last player, Cran, underrated player this season. Underrated. I've gone for Joe Linton in mm. centre midfield. Yeah, up there with Pe- with Declan. I think if we had another another box, another category, probably most improved. I think Joe Linton. Definitely goes in there. Right. But yeah, Joe Linton, yeah. Joe Linton, I've gone for, yeah. yeah. I've gone with um, uh, Divock Origi for his goals against Everton and Wolves. Um, again, two goals that have kept us in the race, you know what I mean? Especially the one at Wolves, for me, is one of the the moments of my season, which we're going to get onto at some stage. We're going to get do a top five moments of the season, aren't we? Come the end of the season. Absolutely. Um, his goal against Wolves and his goal against Everton and his general... Um, figure for Liverpool it's his last season but um, yeah I'll, I'll go with Origi for the memes and because I love him and because he's a great player but yeah that that, that ends our kind of team of the season chat we'll run through a few of the shouts we got in Dave has gone for his player of the year for Mohamed Salah wow. which is fair enough Conor Gallagher young player of the year Jorgen Klopp as his manager of the season shot surprise, surprise. Diaz as a sign and Grealish as his flop and Matip for underrated I think Matip has been good this season in fairness Ben Casey, shout out Ben, has gone for Salah player there, Saki Young player there, Klopp manager there, Kieran Trippier as his sign, sign of the yeah. season, Varane's flop, and Fred as his underrated player. Okay. Yeah, I do actually do think Saka's a good show for a young player. I didn't even think of Saka when I was picking mine. Mm. Um, Dara Ravel, Man City fan, good, he's part, part of the podcast. He's gone with Allison player here, which I think is a good show. Bit different, but it's a good mm-hmm. show. He's gone Foden for young player. He's gone Klopp, but brackets if Liverpool win the treble. He said Gramarez or Diaz for his sign this season. Lukaku flop. Oh yeah, which we didn't really touch on. Oh, he is a flop, yeah. Um, Kane McMullen again, one of the good lads has said not that there's bad lads out there, but he's a good, he's a good sport. There the definitely show. is bad lads. <laughs> Salah player of the year, Odegaard young player of the year, Clough for manager of the season, Diaz or Romero signings of the season. I think Romero is definitely a good show. Flop Lukaku and underrated or uh, Jose Sa. Thanks everyone. That's an absolute jumbo episode. I think. Thanks a million for joining. As per usual, it's been a bumper episode with the thoughts and everything else that it entailed. Lance winning the cup as well, of course. Um, but yeah, thanks a million for joining myself, Adzi and Cran. Make sure to follow our YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, Spotify, Tumblr. Tumblr, Visco. Be real. Be real. Be real. Be real is a great app. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anyway. Thanks, William, for joining. (laughs) We'll leave it there, so. We'll leave it there, so. Baby. (laughs)